Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wild. Welcome back to Wild On Season 5. Bam, 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 bam. The podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wild world of wrestling and witchcraft. On Wednesdays, today's guest is real outlandish. A man who encompasses all the misfit qualities we love in a Wild On guest. He grew up in the heavy music scene. He's a hustler by trade and a professional wrestler on Impact Wrestling. He is also a Twitch partner on the most outlandish stream on the World Wide Web. And most importantly, a witch ally. Ladies and gentlemen, my man, Ziggy Dice. So your little brother is coming to the Atlanta shows for Hard to Kill? My little brother is flying in from California. We call him Zyke. Yeah. You got Zicky and Zyke. <laughs> and I keep been I, he wrestled growing up. Oh. Like freestyle and Greco Roman with yeah. me. And I've been trying to get him to become a pro wrestler. So maybe this weekend oh. I can change his mind. But he's flying in from California. I, I haven't this is the first time. So I lived in the Chicago area or the Midwest for about three years. Yeah. And then I've lived here in Atlanta for two years. I'm sorry, Atlanta <laughs> for two years. And this is the first time that my little brother is coming to visit Aww. me. And I've had to guilt trip him for five years. What's the deal? Does he not like traveling or he's just too busy for you? Too cool? I don't know. And he has a baby now. Shout out to baby Theo, my little nephew. But, you know, that was that's excuses only two years old. You yeah, know, it's time. And he goes and travels and does other things. He's just, I don't know. Maybe I can need to find a new brother. <laughs> Is it just the one sibling? You know, if anyone out there wants to be my little brother, if you're listening, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm taking application. I feel like that's a really slippery slope to throw out in the wrestling world. Like, I, I, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, but you have to know, I'm I'm not the best big brother. Like, okay, for sorry. example, he commented, "I'm wrestling one of my best friends this weekend at Impact, Carly Bravo. Yep. He's he's you know coming in. I don't know, bringing him in for whatever reason." <laughs> I, I run a podcast with him every Monday, the Bad Taste Show on my Twitch, and now I have to fight one of my friends. Oh, like and my little brother Zyke has the nerve to comment on Carly's photos, saying that, "Oh, I'm flying all the way around the uh, the country to see you slap the shit out of my brother." Am I allowed to cuss? Yes, of course. Oh, oops, shit! Out of my brother, he said he stole okay. my calzone. Now let's rewind a few years back. I'm out and about with some friends having dinner, and my brother calls me, and I say, "Hello." He goes. Hey, I got a calzone for work tomorrow. Don't touch. I was like, all right, I'm not going to touch your calzone, dude, whatever. So I hung up. I finished up dinner with my uh -huh. friends. We end up going down to the local watering hole. I uh, have a few too many yep. adult yeah, pops or adult apple juices. And I came home and I was starving. And I went through the fridge and I was like, oh, my gosh, there was this box in there. And it was Score. a full calzone, untouched calzone. I was like, oh, my God. I, I opened up the box and I wrote with the Sharpie in capital letters. I wrote hit period me period yeah. up period on the box as big as I could. And Taylor, I searched for everything in my fridge. This is what I did. This is true. Yeah. I had the calzone in my left hand and I'm grabbing different things in my right. Right. Trying to figure out low and behold a Hershey syrup bottle that has about <laughs> halfway of syrup in it is the same shape and size and weight as a calzone. So I ate yeah. the goddamn calzone and I put the chocolate syrup bottle in the box and I closed it and I, I went to sleep. <laughs> totally forgot I did that. Next day at 3.30 p.m., I get a call from my brother and he's just laughing his ass off. He's at work with the goddamn pizza box. He grabbed it on his way and he opened it and there was just a chocolate syrup bottle and it just said, hit me up. 
I know why it's taken so long for your brother to come support you and your wrestling career. Full circle. Yeah, now it all makes sense, right? But we have this thing. I've worn glasses my whole life growing up. And what's the number one rule? Uh, uh, you don't hit someone with glasses. That's so, a rule? Oh, that's a rule. I, I mean, I, I, that's a rule. You have to at least wait for me to take them off. So when I was younger, I used to go into my brother's <laughs> room like this. While he was doing something, I would have my face covered and I would yeah, just attack because I had the glasses off ready to go. So he knew I went, and when I told him he's coming, I, I commented back on the photo. I said, my glasses are already off, bitch. Very resourceful like that. That's very like you drink the white rum and you fill it back up with water thinking your parents aren't going to notice. <laughs> Fun fact, you know, the band Silverstein. <laughs> oh, God. So one time. Silverstein's okay. first U.S. tour is with a band called Bayside. Yep. And I'm 15, maybe 16 years old, and they're looking for a house to stay at at their show. Okay. And I went to their local show. It was like 20 minutes from me in California, and a neighbor asked me to house at their house. So I said, I got a place for you guys to crash. <laughs> so they came. They drank all the alcohol. I had to fill it up with water, but something else very special happened that night. Silverstein thanked me on one of their records in Taylor Wilde. Honored. And the reason they did that is because a week before them coming <laughs> to stay the night, I had lit my testicles okay. on Rewind. fire. Yeah. So in no, our, no. In uh, our uh, hangouts. Well, oh, oh, you want to pause the story? Testicles, like what, how, how this came about? So I told the story. And, the, and their merch guy, I'll never <laughs> yeah. forget his name. His name was Z-Man. Shout out to wherever he is. He says, <laughs> well, you're not going to tell us a story and not do it, right? <laughs> so taylor i went up to the bathroom real quick and i looked at myself in the mirror with my junk in my hand and i said i think i need to do this for for this band so i put i uh, poured okay. mind you i'm 15 16 years old i don't know how old they are it's probably illegal but they're you know we're in the house and i walk in the yep. kitchen they're all sitting around drinking the parents booze i pull down my pants boxers down to my ankles and z-man goes no fucking way no way no way and i get the lighter it doesn't light i light it again it doesn't light the third time it lights and i look up at them and give them a smile oh i touch it to my junk and it caught on fire <laughs> my boxers and my thighs caught on fire i'm screaming slapping my junk i actually burned myself and these guys are on the floor dying laughing and I, it was just nail polish <gasps> remover and and my junk my and God. a lighter that's all i use it burned and smelled terrible and so this happens. I the parents find out that I had people at the house. They tell my parents I'm in trouble. I'm untrustworthy. Whatever. Years go by. I'm laying down. They used to have the show on Fuse called Warped Wednesdays. You remember that show? Yeah, I do. I'm laying down watching that show, and they're interviewing Bayside. I'm literally falling asleep. I'm at my friend's house, and they go, "What's the craziest <laughs> tour story you guys have?" And they go, "One time when we were in California, this kid let us stay at this house. He was house sitting, and he lit his balls on fire. And I sat up." <laughs> And my homie goes, dude, that's you. I was all, you damn right it's me. You damn right it's me. You damn right it's me. I am the fireball kid from back when. Let, let Silverstein and Bayside know that outlandish Zicky Dice is the fireball kid. And I also oh. spit fire in my entrance. That's where I learned. I learned to light my junk on fire, learned to spit fire. Totally. It's probably ass backwards in the way you learn fire tricks. But come on. This is Taylor Wild Podcast. We're getting outlandish. Wild on. Wild on. There it is. No. Has any other guests ever lit their junk on fire? Does for that you? mean you're going to currently Didn't think light so. your junk on fire? You want to see? You want to <laughs> see it right here, right now? Give me a lighter. God damn it! Give me some nail polish remover. Okay. 
as a firefighter, That's right. I'm not going to let you do it. That's right. You're the perfect person to do it for. Are you kidding me? I can't extinguish from a distance. However, Behind it's table. writing itself. Like, we have to we Monetize the hog. I, you know how many sales we would have on that? I think people listening, we might have comments right here, right now. And people are like, you know what? what? He's not going to uh, so tell us. No shade. That. I'm never going to have an OnlyFans account. It's just not for me. Yep. Me either. I did think and about it. The I other think day. it's a great way to make money. And like someone like Tony Storm, who had a bunch of shit leaked for her, it was very much her taking her power back. The point I'm getting to is I would open an OnlyFans account simply for Ziggy Dice for this Ball Blaze. Well, well, here's the thing. It's you, you in the hot firefighter gear, ready to go. And then you see me walk up with the <laughs> loincloth. I, I want a dope ass, like, like tribal. Like, I want this. I want there to be like the torches next to us. Like, first we see you, right? And then the camera yeah, turns obviously. and it's an elegant setup. And maybe there's like people around with like little bongos and drums. Like, it's like I want to make the ceremonial, you know? The ceremonial ball burning. Ooh, this is this, we get, and we could bring the witchcraft into this. Yes, bring it in. Ceremony, like ritual <laughs> oh my god it's a purification ceremony for your next phase of your life imagine i, like, I just want to say i always guy. knew i had brain damage but i really think you may have topped me and i know someone who has okay. topped me i thought i lived a wild life and then i talked yeah? to carly bravo last night that dude's seen some stuff like yeah i don't know he wouldn't tell me all of it in a lot of his travels but he went to one of those donkey shows and tell me about in that mexico? Like, it was so not cool and i was like yeah i don't think i could yeah Guilty. i don't think i could walk into that yeah when you in know? rome you have yeah it was horrible was it insane it was horrible like i'm that girl oh, that the boys bring out God. to the strip clubs whenever we're in europe and then they instantly regret it because i'm the one that's like so tell me your life story i think i'm done okay. with strip clubs i went to one recently in toronto i think i told you did i tell you this story okay we'll just say a strip club on young street downtown toronto so, yeah, I went with a friend, right? Dancer comes up to us. And I've been to a fair amount of strip clubs. Not okay. really my thing. Sure, whatever. Who cares, right? Let's go have a drink at the, at the strip club. So we go in, have a drink. This girl's like, you want to dance? My friend's like, oh, I've never had a dance. I said, okay. So we go downstairs. We get uh, a dance for two or one person. It's cool. And she's like, oh, I really like you guys. And this stripper's talking with us and hanging out. And I was like, I told her, I was like, this is a really long song. I was supposed to be charged $80. She tried to charge me after 45 minutes of sitting down there and keeping us down there $1,600. Okay, so I'm she learning this is songs. a new thing. I don't know if it's in Toronto or in the world of strip clubs because the boys, when I say boys, I mean, you know, the, the gentlemen, the fine yep. established first responders yep. I work with, they just went and someone got dinged for eight songs. Yep. <laughs> so I said, I need to speak to your manager right away. $1,600. We ended up paying $500. We left. I, I was like, yeah, I'm not paying that. And there was these big old bouncers. One guy said, you come in here with your stupid pink glasses looking like a idiot. And I just started laughing at his face. I said, you are not going to hurt my feelings, brother. You know what I do for work? I said, you better, you better cut deep. That's why I told him. I said, my dad died. You want, you want to talk about that? It was Zanzibar, right? Uh, <laughs> oh. That's the one. Zanzibar. That's the one. Do not go to Zanzibar one-star review. Matter of fact, I'm going to leave them a one-star review. They really don't like the one-star reviews. 
Well, I don't think they care because there was a lot of them. And the other place was so fun. There was like these two older women. They were so cool. They said they liked my look. Yep. And they were funny and all this stuff. And they, they asked me if I was a porn star. And then they asked me if they could both come. Why would you leave? Some... Why would you leave the brass rail then? It sounds like you were doing really well. Because I wasn't. I, like I said, it's not my thing. It makes me feel like, I don't know. Even when I get a lap dance, I'm looking <laughs> the lady in the eyes. Thanks, mom, for raising me. Right? You make but like, eye contact? I, you know, that's the type of person I am. The whole really. time? Yeah, okay. Now that she's looking, at me. I think that's more sexual. I think that's one hundred percent. That stuff doesn't really. Someone asked me like, "Are you a boobs, butt guy, whatever guy?" Oh, that doesn't 100%. turn me on. Connection 100%. turns me on more than anything. Connection is the biggest yeah. turn. On. Like when you're truly bonding with someone and you have awesome communication and you're laughing like that. Sure, Ooh, sure. that's a turn on. I don't care if you're just naked, digging around. Like what the hell? I mean, don't get me wrong. Cool. Thank you. Like, I love that. But like, no, you heard no it here, ladies that, and gentlemen. No, there are still men in 2023. That's right. With a soul. That's right. And I am <laughs> looking for a little brother still. So I had give me your birthday. I went down the rabbit hole a little bit with you. I pulled up your birth chart. How much did you know about astrology or your own zodiac sign before I did that? So my friend's lady, when I first met her, asked me my birthday and what time I was born, like right off the bat. Oh, okay. Like, never really filled me in. So like I try and dive in, but what I read yesterday was the craziest shit I think I've read in a very long time. Yay. There was one part where I, I, I clicked on the website. Yeah. Because I had been, been talking to you, we've been having some conversations, mm -hmm. and I clicked on the website, and there was a part where I thought that you might have typed some of the things in there, ah. and I was like, whoa, there's no way that, like, yo, yo. <laughs> like, I want to save that, and I want to print it out, because to, like, re refer back to it, because there are behaviors that I have that are explained in there that are out of my control sometimes. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely, they but are. But there's... I don't know. Are you allowed to disagree with something sometimes? Oh, yeah. Like, you mean in terms I of... I don't know. I don't know. There were some things that I'm like, I don't want to really disagree. I'm like, uh, I think maybe. Or are there things that I can change? Like, am I destined to be what it says right there? No, no. I think it's a blueprint. It's a blueprint for what is in your DNA based on where you're born, what time you're born. And see, I don't want to I don't want anyone else knowing what time or no, day no. I was born because I want that information to be ours. Like there's people that that I don't that I I, I don't want anyone to read that. Yeah. There's something like there there's something I want them to read snippets of like, hey, this is an explanation, but like I don't know. I don't want to scare some people off because I'm, I'm supposed to be a free soul. And I knew that. Yeah. Well that's the thing. There's free will, right? So for me, there's things about my personality that are just so spot on with my birth chart. So I'm an Aquarius, Leo rising, Leo moon, and Aquariuses are like really disconnected. And Leos are like, they're prideful and they're really protective and they love fiercely. But if you wrong me, you're fucking dead to me and I'll just oh, like yeah. cut you off like that. Oh yeah. But it's, it's interesting for you because Virgo, Oh, I don't want to give your your stuff away, but you're fine. It's fine. Okay, Virgo, Virgo is no big, but do you want to talk about your moon, or we'll just say yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain it to me because there's the things I was so confused. Yeah, talk about okay. Your moon. So your sun sign is what we're all told 
is our astrological sign. And that that is correct. But that sun sign is how you appear to the masses. It's how you appear in your daily life. So like Virgos are very like organized. They like to see things through their their earth signs. So they're fixed signs. They're like very committed to their thought processes. And uh, I thought like as an Aquarius and a Leo, uh, like I'm really like fucking all over the place all the time and I don't like having constraints. So it's like the opposite of kind of the way the stars have been lined out for me. But your Sagittarius moon, your moon is how you appear in relationships. So only the people that you're closest to will really know that side of you. It's how you appear in a relationship. It's how your family members see you. And it's how your respective like romantic partners will see you. So your compatibility with another person is actually based on your moon sign and both of your moon signs sort of thing. But Sagittarius is like on the opposite side of Virgo. Sagittarius are like really positive people. And when I pulled up your birth chart, it actually said... Uh, like the first description was Virgo sun, Sagittarius moon, a dreamy personality. Like you got to fucking take some solace hey! in that. Hey! All right. <laughs> spot on. Spot on. I'll take that. So so they say the positives are you're persuasive, impressive, and yep. loyal. Yep. Yep. The negatives are your, oh, let's see, negative to whom? Sarcastic, yep. capricious, dogmatic. What does dogmatic mean? Uh, if someone says you're dogmatic, you are critical of someone because they they are convinced they're right and refuse to consider that other opinions might also be justified. Oh, so that was one thing in your birth chart. It was like you it, you're an inquiring mind about what other people think. However, you filter through bullshit very yes. well, and you already kind of have your answer. But you're like listening to someone be like, "Okay, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, yeah," but I already fucking know the answer. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then they say your perfect partner is someone someone in the company of whom they can completely relax and be themselves. Virgos are interested, like I said, in details, but they're like very like tunnel vision. And then Sagittarius are much more about like the bigger picture and yep. But then the Virgo side of you would have to be like, well, let's make a plan. And in order to get to Z, we have to start with A and not skip a step. Word. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, oh, man. So it's crazy who who puts all this stuff together you know and this is the thing like people are so critical of astrology and that's true like you can look at it and think like well you just you you believe what you want to believe and you know you're putting you're like making examples in your life where that could be relatable and it's like well if you want to look at it that way that's fine but like it's the one of the oldest practices and it's completely aligned with the moon yeah, and yeah. like there's so many like i feel like it had to have been taught from somewhere before like you know like i don't know some kind of higher power <laughs> <laughs> it's oh yeah witches that's what i'm saying it's all spot on witches it's weird <laughs> okay so I told you I'd pull a few cards for you, which yes. I haven't done for anyone on the podcast. You are episode two for the brand new season five. So yes. you are special. You are welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the first card I pulled for you is Knight of Cups reversed. So when the Knight of Cups appears in a tarot reading, it's like you likely have some sort of creative project that's emerging. You just don't know how to act on it. You've probably spent a lot of your time dreaming up where you want this project to go. 
you might not know how to actually put it into action or like ground your ideas. Giving the dreaming part of it too much weight, you're not focusing enough on like the boring shit, like cost, how much time it will take, or oh, resources. Yeah. Does that resonate with you at all? That's so insane. <laughs> and remember this moment okay. because everyone will find us. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel like this is probably true to you just because you are a Virgo. Have you found yourself like while you're trying to figure out this project, have you found yourself like like sulky? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Moody, like like oh, a yeah. bit like jealousy. Oh, yeah, 100%. You're frustrated because you're not given the opportunity. You're not given your space. You're not given you're not given what you needed right now to be able to properly dream and create how you want this project to come into fruition. And you're kind of allowing your emotions to get the better of you. So like spirits kind of telling you, chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. Don't let your emotions get in your way cuz you're you're essentially on the right path. Like this is what comes through in tarot when something when something so specific is coming up, it's like that's your indication that keep pushing, you're on the right path, but cups are all about emotions. So, it's just telling you like your emotions, your passions are what's going to make this perpetuate forward, but just don't let the Virgo fucking moody sulkiness, jealousy get in your way. <laughs> the first card I pull, I'm like, okay, what's just, what are the messages coming through? And I got the reversed Knight of Cups. And then the second way I think about it is, okay, so what is needed to make that, like what are the actions you need to do now? And then you got the reverse Two of Wands, it's interesting, though, because I feel like the Two of Wands reverse plays directly off the reverse Knight of Cups reversed because it encourages you to draw your attention inward. Like, you need to remove all the distractions, like all your external distractions, and just go way in on your personal goals. Like, fucking cut off the bullshit around you. You don't need that right now because you need to really figure out what the fuck is important to you and what lights you up. So a lot of what people experience when they're moody and they're fucking jealous of what other people have going on is because they're not in alignment with themselves. Like their job, their romantic relationships, their friendships, their family, whatever it might be, you're out of alignment. So having these like mood swings are like the universe's way of being like, I'm trying to fucking tell you you're out of alignment. You need to like switch gears. So the two of wands reversed is like your invitation from the universe to go back to the drawing board, reconnect with your dreams and ambitions and make like the necessary adjustments you need to like forge your path ahead. Is that Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. The other thing that keeps coming through is if you're at a crossroads about which direction to take to fulfill your dreams, just do you know what it means to ground yourself? Like a lot of people, they can ground themselves when they're working mm -hmm. out or they're doing mm -hmm. yoga or they breathe, meditation, whatever. So really like ground yourself and just try to figure out what it is, what, what do you fucking want? Like what is it that you want and what is it that's keeping you from getting it? And you may have been opting out for like the easier path or the path of least resistance when in fact it's actually the more difficult one that's going to give you the more opportunity for growth. <laughs> Let's go. This then is motivating. The... Very motivating. Wow. 
So it's like, what's the message? What's the message for Ziggy Dice? What What are the actions he needs to take? And then what what's going to get you to that conclusion? You finally got an upright card, and that is the Queen of Swords. Oh, sick. I saw that. I saw it. Okay. Queen of Swords is actually my fucking card, so. Let's go. It's, it's good. It's good. Okay. So the Queen of Swords, she's all about, like, clarity and intellectual power. And this is, I guess, speaking on whatever it is you've been working towards. And you have the gift to be able to use your intellect in like an unbiased way. You don't judge others. You're able to remain like flexible. You're open to receive input from other resources. But you lead from your head and you don't let your heart get in the way. You're better able to discern situations without the influence of emotions or sentiments. And you may believe that like empathy or compassion towards others will distract you. What does that mean for you, though? Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, I know. One hundred percent. I don't worry. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So just for you. So what, like the universe, spirit, your fucking Virgo life, your your Sagittarius moon. You have an innate ability to tell it like it is you're a quick thinker you're highly perceptive you pierce through the noise and the confusion you get straight to the point and people respect your opinions and they come to you advice when they need clarity but you have to establish clear boundaries mm -hmm. when it comes to matters of the heart you need to really establish boundaries yep don't let people take advantage of the fact that like you are a queen of swords you got your shit together just yeah just boundaries are hard yep. <laughs> have boundaries and then actually apply them and it's going to intimidate some people and you might lose some people as a result but it's how you're going to get to your fucking higher self this is how you're going to get to next level shit i love that and that's it i love that that's so motivating <laughs> and it's like i don't know i'm gonna want to listen to this too i'm gonna want to read that chart i'm gonna want to listen to this over and over because i'm like all right now I got it. it makes sense it, it, it makes sense yes a lot yeah wow Good. That's so Yay. trippy. Now buy a fucking tarot reading with Taylor yeah. Wild. Holy That's fuck. So You're here. Ziggy Dice. Now the first time you've done this on I the show. I did that on the spot. Sick. Yeah. Sick. It's so <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> thank wow. You. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's wrap this up then and do my top 10 tailor-made questions. If you could create your own zodiac sign and choose three qualities for an attractive partner for yourself, what would it be? Honesty, loyalty. I want it I would want it to mix very well with me. So sense of humor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll handle that and like, yeah. Or compatible compatibility i guess compatibility yeah personality compatibility yes yes that's a good one there you go <laughs> okay what is your secret supernatural power i oh i got you oh i got you what's yours i want to hear yours though Mine is I can read people within like a minute or two i have like total dark empath fucking bullshit like if you are not a good person, if you are a narcissist, I will know within two minutes and I fucking see yep. you. So mine is pretty much the same. I have a very good sixth sense of whether I'm going to like a person or not, if I, if I can vibe with them or not within literal seconds. Love it. And I can see I can see someone through someone's bullshit immediately, like immediately. Yeah. yeah. 
me too and also i'm really as a result of that when i do like you i'm like i don't know how to have small talk i'm actually incapable i'm like tell me your childhood trauma yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same. same cool okay do you believe in ghosts and if you do do you have a ghost story <sighs> okay so yes and i had i saw a demon in my room when i was 13 Ooh, do tell yes it was like his feet were touching the ceiling. So I woke up, had a nightmare. I woke up, his feet were touching the ceiling, and his head looked like Bart Simpson's hair. It was like spiked like this. And then he oh, had, I told Rosemary this story. She remembers him and like showed me a picture. And then he had like long, spiky fingers. And oh. he was, he had red eyes and he was like shadowy and he was turning in circles like, like this. Oh, wow. Closer to me with every rotation, if that makes sense. So he's like slowly uh, turning yeah. and coming closer. And I screamed, and my mom came in the room. My Puerto Rican Catholic mother came in and put <laughs> holy water all over the room and all stuff. And like, I think it was sleep paralysis, but like, I also saw him very, very clear. And I haven't seen him since. But that's why I won't watch paranormal activity or any demon stuff. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Also, it's when you're sleeping and you're in between sleep states. That's when that stuff happens. You weren't dreaming. You didn't have sleep paralysis. You saw what you saw. Well, yeah, well, I know exactly what it looks like. I remember like the whole room. I remember everything about it. Have you ever in your entire life remembered a dream no. with such clarity? No. Oh, well, yes. There's this one dream I've had multiple, multiple times where I'm in this like okay. almost like a New York City type thing. And I jump and I can like jump as high as the buildings. And like kind of oh. float over them. I've had that dream many times. Well, that's quite yeah. all right. It's interesting though. And I also <laughs> had this dream uh, multiple times about this so man things. who could like see me and my friends no matter where we were in like the middle of nowhere, like this hill. And he would always like come and get us. He looked like a Texas chainsaw type of guy, but he just always knew where we were. Oh. So I've had that dream multiple times oh. too, but like different locations at his final property or wherever this man we know where this thing is or whatever it is have you ever looked up a dream dictionary? no but my barber was telling me that dreams you have should. numbers and his grandmother if she was to hear what i was saying right now she would make me go play those lottery numbers or she would go play them <laughs> and i love that so wait what were you dreaming i didn't know that was the thing totally. i didn't know the dreams had numbers so i would like to find out what these numbers were because it's reoccurring and tonight there's 1.1 <laughs> billion mega million dollars going down the lottery which i have tickets for Good. How many? What? What was the number? One point one billion. It was up to. Let's see. One point one angel numbers. One one. Oh my god! Yeah. Next estimated jackpot. One point yeah. one billion. That's, uh... And the cash option. Uh, cash option would be five hundred seventy six point eight million. Wow. Which I am cool that's... with the cash option. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I will gladly take five hundred. Yeah, you'll be doing okay with life. Yep, I got you. Duh. Okay, good. Uh, let's talk about embarrassing moments in the ring. Uh, usually, I have female guests, but have you had any type of wardrobe malfunction, uh, incontinence? Have you shit yourself? I was at a New Japan wrestling tryout, and Shibata was in the ring, and my buddy had me in a. I had my buddy in a headlock, and he went to reverse, and he grabbed yeah. my tights. And my testicle popped out the right side. And Shibata <laughs> no-sold it. We all no-sold it. And we finished the match. I didn't have time to adjust, so I just wrestled my ball sack out. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. You didn't have time? We were, we, it was, it was time. at the very end. Like, this, this was it. Like, we, we were, that's it. That's it. Good for you. All that's right. So Shibata are. didn't make a big deal. No one made ball ball, out. balls out. That's how we did it. <laughs> Been on fire before, too. That's all charred. What is your professional wrestling pet peeve? Oh, man. 
asking me for wrist tape. <laughs> I always or, ask people for or, wrist tape. <laughs> or I hate seeing super generic gear. <laughs> like, oh, I've grinded very, very hard with my band and with my wrestling career. So, and once again, I can shift through someone's bullshit immediately. So I know when someone truly wants it and they're selling mm-hmm. me the song that they want it. Because yeah. a lot of people hope for that goddamn Disney story right. that happens. And unless your Austin Theory doesn't really happen yeah. like that for everybody else. So you got to work very, very hard. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I guess it bothers me when someone comes up to ask me for advice to like try and buddy buddy with me instead of someone who genuinely knows, right? And that goes in the same realm of when I yeah. meet people from the outside world. Like here I am in my mid 30s. It's an odd job to have. Zicky Dice is my full time job. And that blows people's minds, right? right? Like, I know I look wild and I know I look like I'm somebody and that's fucking awesome. Thank you for good genetics. But you know what? Some people will, <laughs> you know, try and push my buttons like with what I do, like the normal people, because right. I, for whatever reason, they didn't chase their dreams oh, and they're stuck sure. working some nine to five. And I'm the bad guy because I live a very outlandish that's lifestyle. What it is. Favorite band or artist? That, I'm starting a hardcore band here in Atlanta. I met some, okay. some dudes I met at the gym. We've got some bangers. We're going to start banging out. So I've been listening to like a lot of heavy stuff. Um, but my favorite of all time would be a top five would be like Deftones, Poison the Well, The Starting Line, The Get Up Kids, and <laughs> I don't know. We'll go with those. It changes. It always changes my mood. Okay. That's right. Those are good ones. Those are great ones. Name a movie that changed your life. Oh, man, The Crow. <gasps> Good one. Yeah. Fucking great one. So sad. Or a movie called The Cure. Have you seen that movie? No. It's about this little asshole teenager boy. He's like maybe 14, 13, 14. And his neighbor has AIDS. His little boy has AIDS. And they become friends. And they run away to go find the cure for his AIDS. And it's very fucking sad. But that changed my life because, I don't know, I always care about people and want to make sure everyone's all right so i would run away with someone help them go find the cure myself too it's a good movie i recommend watching it it's very good very good very sad i love sad movies very good very sad i like things that i can feel i'm an emotional person (laughs) so if i can feel it i can relate to it and that goes with music film everything so that's why like all my shit's all across the board what i like because i'm an emotional person i'm an emotional salesman that's what i do for work i sell emotion (laughs) that's what we're in the business for uh if i can feel it i'm in who is your most embarrassing crush of all time? Oh, fuck. Chelsea Young from 7th grade, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th grade high school. I sat next to Chelsea Young on the senior trip home from Disneyland, and like she like, she fell asleep with her head on my shoulder. And yeah. She had red hair and the cutest smile, and I used to call and play guitar for her on the phone and all this stuff. And one time, I left her a, a cute note confessing my love on her car. And I blocked my number, but her phone didn't take the yeah. blocking, so she knew it was me, and I was, like, so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, what about embarrassing celebrity crushes? I love Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Oh. Oh, I love Rashida Jones. <laughs> no. Current, so that's a been forever. That's no one said No one stopped me Rashida Jones. Or <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of smoke for this one. Uma Thurman. I love Uma Thurman. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, she's so hot. My friend says she looks like a lizard. I said, you look like a lizard. Don't disrespect my crush like that. You don't hear me talking about your lady. (laughs) Calling her animals and reptiles. Uma Thurman, if you're watching, 
Love you. Rashida Jones, you too. Zuki Dice. That's right. Where can our listeners find you on the interwebs? Well, I've made it nice and simple for everybody on every single platform out there at Zicky Dice. That's Z-I-C-K-Y-D-I-C-E. I am one of a kind. Please follow this outlandish journey I call my life. Love it. Okay, last one. Finish this lyric. I'm not going to sing it because I can't sing it. It's too fast. Okay, I'm going to say it if you can finish these lyrics. I'll never be the same. Breaking decency. Don't be tree trunk. Don't follow my living roots. I've been humming too many words. Get a weak self-esteem. Don't eat my ass unless it's clean. (laughs) We love a male witch ally. And more importantly, we love someone who is open-minded to the spiritual supernatural realms and what better guest than impact's own fellow locker room compadre ziggy dice i hope you're enjoying what season five is bringing you on wild on and i hope you like the new background it is actually my witch halter and you're getting a little sneaky peek into my personal life please 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 don't make me ask you every week hit subscribe give me a rating leave a comment And please contribute to the growth and success of the Wild On podcast and YouTube channel so you never miss the weekly wild witchy content we bring you every Wednesday. But I could not wood dog, could not wood dog, (laughs) could not wood chuck like a wood chuck chuck wood. Okay, so I nailed that. I could not, would not be able to do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band, the Wild On team, my right hand woman, my queen. Rochelle Duras, editor and producer of the Wild On podcast, my partner, my pseudo manager. She does all the things that I need. And speaking of all the things that I need that I don't know how to do, we have our marketing specialist, Madison Golshani. Until next week, keep calm and wild. Wow.